Hi everyone, this is Ian. Welcome back to the Yoga with Ian podcast. This is the fourth episode. Um, Once again, this is all part of a course I'm taking at the University of Regina. It's EDTC EdTech 300, and I'm doing something called the Learning Project, where I'm required to learn how to do something by using online resources, apps, and other electronic information. And I chose yoga, so I'm using my blog at iansmansfield.com wordpress.com coupled with this podcast just document my progress and discuss what I've been doing so in the third episode I started talking about what I'm going to be doing for the next month uh, something called the breath a 30-day yoga journey which is a series of videos posted by a YouTube channel called yoga with Adrian I've gone on enough about her in previous posts and previous episodes of this podcast, so I'll just quickly say she's awesome. And yeah, breath is exactly like it sounds. It's 30 days yoga every day, and it's breath-led practice, which is just what it sounds like. It's practice focused on synchronizing movement with breath, uh, achieving control over your breath, being aware of breath and learning how to do various breathing techniques, yoga breathing techniques called pranayama. Um, I discussed a couple of those last week, ujjayi breathing and couple bhabdi, I think it's called. It's breath of fire. The Sanskrit word is a bit hard, but yeah. And I'm just going to use this episode to talk about this past week or five days because I'm only five days into the second week. So I'll just quickly discuss what I've learned so far um, before I get into the five practices I've done this past week. Um, I'm learning a lot about the importance of breath in yoga. Like before I learned anything about yoga, I didn't really understand or I couldn't comprehend how important breath control is and awareness of breath and directional breathing. I'll describe that in a minute here. And just, you know, making your breath, body, and mind achieve synchronization because that just makes the practice a lot more impactful, both mentally and physically. Um, If you're interested in reading about it, there's a really good link in my podcast, or excuse me, in my blog post. uh, It takes you to a website called Eckhart Yoga, where they discuss the importance of breathing and the importance of breath in yoga. I guess, yeah. They talk a lot about stuff that I, you know, I'm a scientist, right? I've got a bachelor of science degree. I've been working as a scientist for the last eight years now. So it's hard for me to listen to a lot of things and not take them with a grain of salt. Like where they're talking about balancing your lunar and solar or masculine and feminine energies and things like that. And talking about, you know, just a lot of crystal kind of woo-woo stuff that I tend to deviate from because it's just, it doesn't appeal to me. I don't discredit it, but it's just not something that I connect with personally. So I look at things in more of a practical scientific way but um, they discuss a little bit about that on that Eckhart Yoga page like the biological and energetic and physical benefits of breath control in yoga right so as you're aware there's certain functions of your body that are subconscious right like your heartbeat and generally breathing right like that's how you can breathe all night 
without thinking about it. You're not thinking, okay, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. It's just a subconscious action. And all of those take place in your brainstem, right? Your medulla, your medulla oblongata. And by turning breathing into a focused, um, I guess, deliberate action, you're moving it to a different part of your brain, your cerebral cortex, right? It's becoming more, um, I guess you're becoming more connected to it instead of it just being a passive subconscious act. Uh, it takes focus, which leads to good results as well, right? Like by focusing on your breath, by turning your focus inwards, you are able to detach a little bit from external stresses, like the pressures you feel from work or day-to-day -day life from school. If you have a family, what am I going to cook tonight? What am I going to do? Oh my goodness, I haven't been getting enough sleep lately. Oh, I ate terrible last week, right? Like you're just, it's so easy to just lose track of that stuff during the practice when you're so focused on breathing properly and on synchronizing your movements with breath. Um, I spoke earlier, I quickly touched on directional breathing, right? Like there's all these different things you're meant to focus on. Um, diaphragmatic breathing for one. So instead of lifting your chest and breathing through the chest, you're meant to focus on the breath traveling down from your mouth into your stomach and expanding your stomach. And then it moves up, starting in the stomach, up all the way to the mouth. So it's kind of you can picture directions of travel. Instead of just in and out, it's going down, up, down, up. And this has a sort of meditative effect, right? Like by this visualization activity, by this focusing on controlling which parts of your body are engaging at what times, right? Like this diaphragmatic breathing. It's, yeah, again, it draws you inwards. You lose touch with what's going on outside for a while. And for someone like me who deals with anxiety and just is always stressed, it's nice. It's an amazing effect. So, yeah. So uh, picking up from last week, I covered the first seven episodes of the Yoga with Adrian 30-day yoga journey, Breath. Um, we'll start with episode eight. That's kind of a little bit of a goofy title for someone like me who's just generally overtly masculine, you know, so it's called Snuggle. Um, and I think it was meant to just kind of be a bit of a reset to start the new week to feel comfortable in your body again. And, you know, for someone like me who's less experienced with yoga, I was feeling sore. I had certain parts of my body that were fatigued. And I think this is normal when you're doing everyday practice and you're not really giving your body a chance to recharge. So that's sort of what this episode was about. It was really chill, um, all seated poses. And it was pretty much dynamic stretching, right? Like movements that are meant to open up the hips, loosen the spine. Um, just kind of, like I said, to get back to a comfortable place where you can pick up the next episode where things ramp up again. Um, so episode nine was called Balance. And, you know, just like you can sound by the title, you're focusing on balance. Uh, here she introduces another form of pranayama, another yoga breathing technique called Nadi Shodhana. Um, and it's pretty much just alternate nostril breathing, right? 
So again, in my post uh, associated with this video description, you'll find another link to Banyan Botanicals website where they talk about the Nadi Shadana, how to perform it and what kind of benefits there are. So again, all the benefits of just focusing on the breathing are there, right? Like it calms you, it reduces stress and anxiety, but it also, by switching left and right, they believe, you know, I don't know how much of this is scientifically proven, but it's interesting either way. They believe it activates the alternate sides of your brain, like the right side, left side. And like I said earlier, they talk about it balancing your solar and lunar energies, right? But really, for me, it was just, you know, enhanced my concentration, um, calmed me down, and just took a lot of focus, right? So learning how to do this, you pretty much just use one of your hands and plug one nostril, inhale through that, plug the opposite, exhale, and then you reverse the motion. You inhale through the one you exhaled with last time and then out the opposite and repeat. I think eventually you will, like I have no issue with it, but some people might. I can do it without plugging my nose. I don't know whether it's just because, I don't know. But yeah, it's it was really cool. So she started this balance episode off with that Nadi Shadana. Again, just being really aware and that just kind of gets you into the practice. And then, yeah, then she really started with doing one foot standing poses, really extending the body. Um, and it required a lot of balance. And if you would have followed my blog and my podcast episodes before, I talked about how I have issues with balance on my right foot. I was really pleased with how well this class went. I performed adequately, you know, and I can definitely see improvement now. I'm feeling more confident. I'm willing to try, like I was always trying, but you know what I mean? I go into each pose actually feeling like, okay, maybe I can do this instead of just like setting myself up for failure. And the cool thing about Adrian is she gives you room for um, variety. Like she, as she's performing a pose or walking through a pose, she'll say, okay, some of us might not be able to do this as easily. You can try doing this. For instance, you know, have your hand near a wall. If you lose your balance, you can stabilize yourself and come back when you're prepared. Or certain poses where you're extending your one leg out horizontally behind you and flattening your back the other way and reaching out almost like you're flying like Superman. If you have issues with that, you can keep your one foot closer to the ground to give yourself that sort of safety net. And she doesn't, it's cool because a lot of other practices are really regimented and rigid and you can feel, me at least, I feel bad when I'm not able to do it. I feel like, oh man, I suck. I can't do this. I should be able to do this. Where she is so positive in a in a real way, not in a phony way. She really encourages you not to, to punish yourself, not to feel bad. It's okay. You're learning. There's ways to do this where you can eventually get better. And it's it is good for me. I really went into this balance practice nervous and I came out feeling great. So it was awesome. Uh, the tenth episode, Connect. Again, the title alludes to what it's about. It's about kind of bringing together all the stuff we've learned over the course of the first nine videos and performing them in a little bit 
of a stepped up pace, um, less guiding. You know, she's expecting you, the viewer, to be more comfortable with what's expected of you now. She'll just, instead of walking you through everything, she'll say, all right, we're doing this, then this, then this, instead of, you know, like instead of step-by-step -step instructions. So you're incorporating that diaphragmatic breathing, uh, UJE breathing, the ocean breath I talked about before, um, core engagement, like where you're drawing your navel in towards your spine and really breathing through your stomach and focusing on keeping everything tight and incorporating that into um, smooth movements. So yeah, it's, it's really just that. It's putting everything together. It's starting to become a little bit more advanced, whereas you're learning all of the things up to this point, and now she's just applying everything we've learned. So again, felt really capable during this practice. Um, I've been dedicated to it, so I, <clears throat> I understand what's expected of me, you know, and during this particular practice, I really took note of a number of improvements in my, especially my flexibility and endurance. And like I said, in the last episode, I came into this one feeling extra confident because of that in my balance. So it's really, I am improving. Um, episode 11, flow. Again, it just kind of picks up on the connect episode, but this one was more about she talked about how now that we're becoming more comfortable and more aware of what each pose and what each type of practice should result in, like what part of the body is being targeted by this? What should you feel? Now that you are becoming aware of that, she encourages you to explore, um, to engage in some sort of free expression with the different poses, right? She always talks about being in com communication with your mind and body, like being aware of what your body's telling you, saying, hey, maybe if I do this, this will feel good. I know what this is supposed to feel like. What if I do this? Maybe I can extend things, right? So again, I, I love it, the freedom of this type of practice and just of her general instruction is wonderful compared to that regimented rigid type of practice before because you're really a lot of times if you're doing that stuff like I was doing vinyasa flow through that um, remember the app I talked about in a few of my previous posts the down dog app it's it's great but it's very rigid like I said there's no room to explore no room to grow in your own way right and this type of thing, this flowing, free, explorative kind of way of doing things is, is cool. And it just keeps it from becoming tedious. It keeps it from becoming mundane, right? Like you, you're, yeah, every day you can say, I feel like this might be a better way to do that for me. And it's, it's cool. And the one I just completed, uh, episode 12, is called Drop. Um, she's applying this theme in a number of ways during this episode and throughout the entire practice, right? Like she encourages you by engaging in deliberate breathing and breath control, you're dropping your ties with the exterior world, which is what I've been talking about on and on and on. And you're meant to drop into conversation with breath and body. Um, 
And here again, she reiterates the directional breathing where you're meant to visualize your breath dropping into your belly, right? So she's just using the word drop in a kind of a bunch of fun ways. So yeah, it was great, really fun. I felt really good about myself during this week, um, which is a nice development. You know, I've been positive the whole time, but it's still, you hit walls and become less sure about how things are progressing. But I really have noticed progression. I think the daily practice is also good. Um, after this month, I'm probably going to do every second day and then have more resistance training on the other days because I just feel like only yoga isn't really perfect all the time. But I think the daily practice has been good for me mentally because I'm pretty much engaging in meditation every day, right? Like I'm giving myself that allotted time where I focus only on myself, only on the inside world, and I'm detaching from everything else that makes my life crazy. So it's been awesome. Um, this next, I got a couple more days left in this week, and then the next two weeks after that are going to be, I'm sure, great, judging by the way these last two weeks have gone. So yeah, I'll update you on it all on it again soon. Uh, just like I said at the start of the podcast, uh, my blog is ensmansfield.wordpress.com. Um, my Twitter handle is ism939. You can head over there, follow me if you aren't already, and shoot me a message anytime. Chat, you can give me suggestions, criticisms, whatever. I'm open to it all. So yeah, that's it for this one. Thanks, as always, for visiting me. Um, like I always say, be good to yourselves, be good to your friends, your family. Um, yeah. And talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye.